0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Dave Lapham, game analyst for Cincinnati's ESPN 1530 and the Bengals Radio Network. Dave, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start with the quarterback position. Andy Dalton has played so many solid games over the years for your team. What do you think happened on Sunday with the four interceptions?
1: Yeah, I mean, he laid a dinosaur egg, you know. I mean, he uh, he didn't make great reads. There was... uh... He took a strip sack fumble that uh, Baltimore recovered in the red zone where Baltimore, uh, the Bengals ran a pick play just like Baltimore had done, you know, for their touchdown earlier in the game. And uh, it broke his wide open for the Bengals with a running back. and He didn't see it, tucked it, and and uh, it was a big third down play. He, two of his interceptions were on third down where he wasn't really uh, real, real uh, keen with his reads, but I'll tell you, he had plenty of help. He didn't get much protection at all. The, the pocket, and Cordell can speak to this, I mean, not only did the tackle struggle, but there's no place for the quarterback to step up. The integrity of the pocket, the inside of the pocket was being collapsed. There was no depth to the pocket, no width to the pocket, and, and his clock got reset on him a little bit, and uh, he really struggled, there's no doubt.
2: Yes, he did, and, and you know when the pocket collapses, uh, if you don't have any feet and you're not agile enough, you can never get out of trouble. But speaking of trouble, Vontaze perfect. he suspended. Uh, we know his behavior. He's undisciplined. It's uh, a big part of, in the past, in the preseason, of of why the Steelers end up winning that playoff game. Because if we don't get the fumble, uh, if we don't get the personal fouls in that one drive, they win that game. But he gets an extension, and yet he ends up getting suspended this year uh, for for illegal with an illegal hit on the player coming across the middle. So how do you gauge how Marvin Lewis is when it comes to a lot of his leaders? being undisciplined but yet still get compensated with extension of contracts but yet his job is always on the line every single year.
1: Yeah, I mean, Vontes is is definitely uh he's definitely had his issues. I mean, he hasn't played 16 games since he made the Pro Bowl in 2013 due to injury and suspension and he's given he's given back like a million and a half dollars in in fines. So, he's been an ATM for the for the NFL in that regard. There's, there's no doubt that they just uh, they feel like you know, if he can get himself, uh, get himself scared away, win, they feel like he's improving on a a, a pretty significant basis in a lot of that. I mean, they went to, they went to bat for him heavy on that hit that uh, they, they they turned was, you know, they didn't think it was illegal the way it happened. And in fact, Vontez, you know, was talking to the kid during the game and he said, you know, it was in the he didn't even cry, hadn't even passed the line of scrimmage. So it was well within the five yard area and he's got to, Keep his head on a swivel. All that being said, Vontez has to realize he's a target. He has to realize that he has to uh, change the way he plays the game. The NFL is not going to adapt to him. He has to adapt to the new NFL. A lot of the hits that Vontez has been fined for, you know, back a few years back, would have been business as usual, but it's not anymore. I mean, it's uh, the league is changing. The league's more interested in player safety and nicely So, and Vontez has to adjust and adapt. His football game is not going to go the other way.
0: He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber getting you set for Thursday night football with Dave Lapham, game analyst for the Bengals Radio Network. Dave, the Bengals have high hopes for Joe Mixon in his rookie year. Do you expect him to get more than the eight carries that we saw on Sunday when they match up tomorrow against Houston?
1: You know, I would I would think so. But, you know, I I know that the Bengals staff in general don't really trust rookies, and particularly rookie running backs with blitz pickups and that sort of thing, but they have Giovanni Bernard to do that. Giovanni Bernard was the, the brightest uh, beacon for him as, as an offensive threat. And uh, the game against the Ravens, he had the longest run from scrimmage of 23 yards, and his catch for 39 was the longest reception. So the guy is uh, outstanding in blitz pickup, great receiver, out of the backfield on third down, like a wide receiver running routes. So, you know, give the ball to Joe Mixon, put in his belly on first and second down 15, 18, 20 times, and, and let him do his thing. The guy is... Uh, He's got ridiculous ability. His size-speed ratio is, is is as good as a lot of guys in the league, if not better. And he's just a he's he's you know a gifted athlete at the running back position. He catches it well too. He runs routes and catches it well out of the backfield. He's he's a guy that that needs to touch the football in my mind, no doubt.
2: When watching Cincinnati play in that last game against the Baltimore Ravens and their inability on both sides of the football to convert, uh, who would you be? more prepared to play against or prefer to play against uh, at the quarterback position, Tom Savage or Deshaun Watson?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one. You know, I thought that uh, both of them, the tape I watched, both of them looked like they were deliberate with the football, and I can understand with Sean Watson. Sean Watson, coming out of Clemson, ran a shotgun spread, predetermined read, you know, offense, and trying to adapt to Ken O'Brien, who is the Patriots system, which is as complicated as there is in the league. So, you know, I, I would think Deshaun Watson is the starting quarterback, which I think he's going to be, and it'll be the ninth starting quarterback for Bill O'Brien in three years and two games hosting the NFL. Everybody gets on the Cleveland Browns, but man, it's been a, as big a carousel than a bigger than Houston. But I think I think they're going to go with Deshaun because that offensive line is set, man. playing sacks, and I think they feel like he can at least create and extend plays and at least get him out of trouble a little bit that way. Um, so The Bengals, I think, believe that Watson's going to be the starting quarterback. It doesn't mean that he won't go back at halftime to Savage if it didn't go like he did to Watson. So I think that uh, you know, Paul Gunther probably feels that, that he can get in Watson's head a little bit quicker in terms of giving him looks that he hasn't seen before and pre-snap looking one way and post-snap being a total other way. So, uh, But... but I'm sure they'll have a good quarterback run package. I mean, it'll be zone-read stuff. I'm not saying they're going to run quarterback sweep, quarterback draft, quarterback count, all that kind of stuff. Because, um, you know, all it's open up a good can of quarterbacks. But I do think they're going to you know, zone reads and quarterback run package the Bengals are going to have to be aware of for sure.
0: Dave, last one for me. You're not the GM, but you've been connected to this team for many years. What do you think the Bengals players need to do on the field this year to back Marvin Lewis, who's in the last year of his contract?
1: Well, I know they have to play a hell of a lot better than they did in the opener, man. I mean, Joe Flacco couldn't throw the ball 15 yards, and they lose a the game to uh, literally a, a quarterback that's disadvantaged uh, physically. Uh, they, they they won a game without completing a pass in the second half of the football game. in the National Football League in today's here in the NFL, that's that's unbelievable. But the Bengals self destructive I mean, they turned it over on third down. They gave up a third down touchdown on third and seven. Right before the half, a 48 yard touchdown pass. I mean, they certainly have to play a hell of a lot better than they did against the Baltimore Ravens. And if they lose their first two games and both of them at home, the only other time that happened to the Bengals was in 1983. So to lose two in a row at home would be, you know, a rarity in franchise history. It hadn't happened a whole heck of a lot to have two games at home to start the season. But, I mean, you got to defend your home turf. You go home and two to start out and then have to go to Green Bay. And you're, uh, you're swallow out stone for sure, and it won't
0: look good. Dave, as always, we appreciate the information. Have a great call tomorrow night, and we'll chat with you soon again on the NFL on TuneIn. All right, guys, have a great one. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on TuneIn.